All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. I'm your host, Brownson Araba G. I'm bringing to you another episode of The Narrow Path of the Righteous. The Most High put it on my spirit to speak on our youth we are going to follow up on part one of our youth because a part two is vital it is necessary as many of us have know have realized and know a lot has changed within the last few months since we put together the episode of Our Youth. A lot of the things we predicted have already come to fruition or are in the process of coming to fruition. We knew that this evil Nephilim Babylonian elite bloodline system was not going to stop in terms of pushing the mark of the beast because It's already begun. There's no going back for them. And we knew that the division would increase quite a bit from when we last spoke. You know, now we have a full, it's not really full all out, but it's going to be very soon. A full out war of the vaccinated versus the unvaxxed. We're already starting to see that. I mean, you see it all over social media. You see it with the propaganda in the news. Some of us even have to face it with our own family members and friends and colleagues. As far as people trying to argue or debate with you or trying to gaslight you or straw man argue with you or put you down or try to cut you off. We've seen it all. And even before the episode of Our Youth, I spoke about this last fall, about how depression would increase tenfold, how suicide would increase, how verbal and physical abuse would increase, domestic violence, all of the such, how drug use would increase, how the use of antidepressants and all, all types of antitropic drugs would increase. And here we are. Here we are in the middle of the madness. And we still continue to see the vast majority of the people double down. Double down because of their ignorance, their lack of knowledge, and even just pride. Because you'll have a mix of people who know by now that they've been duped. But rather than admit, repent, and make change, many people would rather continue to double down due to their pride. You know, and it's one thing to double down if you're just an adult and you're representing yourself, or you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a wife or a husband, you know, 
and you're doubling down, but to do so when you have children says a lot about you. And now we're starting to see how people really view their own children. Because you're going to get some people who get upset at what I have to say, but a lot of you don't care about your children. If this doesn't apply to you, it shouldn't offend you. But if I'm striking a nerve, it's only because the truth hurts. Many of you don't care about your children. You say you do, but many of you have children and you view them as a nuisance. You view them as a drag that they take away your time and your freedom. That's why so many people are so quick to immediately throw their children into the indoctrination system. The education, the financial, the government, the healthcare, the religion. Many people depend on all of these indoctrination systems to raise their children. You know, we've already done a deep dive as far as what a birth certificate means in a social security and how you're creating a covenant with Babylon the minute your child is born and you vaccinate them and let the nurse separate the child from the mother and so on and so forth. We've already talked about all that trauma. We've already talked about the increase in childhood suicides and drug use and depression. It's gotten to the point where even the media, the mainstream media, is out here telling you exactly what we told you would happen. Instead, they're mocking you by pretending like they don't understand why it's occurring. Or, of course, they're going to blame it all 100% on a hoax virus that doesn't exist. This is what I mean, that in these days, the days that we're in now... Without wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, your life is on the line. It really is. And there's really not many topics that get me fired up other than speaking about our youth, which include our young adolescents, even in a sense, young adults who are out of college, because these individuals, in most cases, have had no real direction, no real guidance, no real leadership. You know, they get it from their parents who get it from their parents. And we have to admit, you know, even when I spoke on the episode of our elders, I still was holding them accountable because a lot of our elders completely failed us. We passed the generational curses down and then today's adults have failed today's youth. It's a very vicious cycle and not many people or many families are breaking it. Not many are breaking it. You're seeing whole entire families getting consumed by the system. And it's going to continue like this. In my heart of hearts, people are going to be in for a very, very rude awakening in 2022. And don't be mistaken, there's still plenty of time left in this month. There's still plenty of time for this system, the Babylonian system to throw at us a bunch of curveballs and psychological operations and false flags and there's so much time. Mandates, executive orders, such and such. There's there's more than enough time. But in terms of our youth, you know, I wake up and I I've, I've know in my heart, in my soul, in my mind that I have a duty to our children. 
and that's all children because they are the example of innocence that we can think of they are the example of innocence because a child is born into this world and perfect the most high is the creator the most high gave us the miracle of birth so that child is already a miracle is already a gift people why are we tweaking that gift why do we think that we need to vaccinate that gift why do you think we need to poke and prod away at that gift that's basically saying you don't trust the gift that the most high gave to you you'd rather go exchange it for a better gift think about it that's basically what we're telling the most high and we're basically showing the most high that we don't have wisdom knowledge and understanding to educate our own children to handle their education so they're not in a system of sodomy in a system of perversion of in defilement we're basically showing the most high that hey we don't know how to even heal our own selves our own bodies so we need these these healthcare so-called healthcare professionals in these in the death care system to do it for us you know even though the most high gave us the whole entire creation full of all the resources natural resources that we need to eat and keep us fueled and to heal us instead we need other people to do it that we don't know and now we've given them full bodily autonomy not over, only over ourselves as adults but over our children over our vulnerable elders who can't fight back like we can you see where this is going we are showing the most high that we don't know how to govern our own selves that we need a government that we need to work go out and work for somebody else's business instead of working for our own family that we would rather have a government that taxes us and poisons our food and poisons our water and our skies and our soil and our bodies with the healthcare system to keep us perpetually sick never can cure us but they can only treat us We're basically showing the most high that money is the most important thing and that we need to teach our kids to chase their dreams in Babylon in order to become something to, in order to even have value, right? For them to be a high value man or woman, right? They need to be like these athletes, these celebrities, these entertainers, these politicians, these doctors, these nurses, these scientists, right? They got to chase money. basically showed the most high that hey we we don't we don't want to worship just you we need a plethora of other idols in various religions that just take our money over and over and over thieves wolves in sheep's clothes that can't even keep their hands off children go look at the vatican 300,000 plus child abuse cases that just came out just hit the mainstream not even the mainstream but just came out in a report and you don't hear about it in the mainstream media i don't see any outrage from any catholics i don't see any outrage from any christians right because you guys all worship the same jesus right so where's the outrage oh i forgot you're just getting brushed that that one under the rug again right because it wasn't your child right doesn't matter because it wasn't your kid right you see 
where we're going right now, where the world is going, it's going to be deserved for many people. I'm not going to sit here and sugarcoat it because many people deserve what's coming to them. Especially when we come up in a society where you're willing to sacrifice your own child or children onto this beast system. You'll do whatever you can, doesn't matter what happens to your child, as long as they can fit into the indoctrination system. As long as they can be a part of the education system, the financial system, the government system, the healthcare system, the religious system. See, that's what we've done to our children. And you best believe that this Nephilim, soulless, elite bloodline society is sharpening its blade and it's getting ready to behead all of the people that support it. So that's really where it's kind of ironic because people will fight and die for their idols. They'll fight and fight and fight and fight. Fight family members, fight friends, fight coworkers, people who really warn them that are in the know. People who really actually take the time to look into things and actually use their brain, use common sense, use discernment. But no, you'd rather argue and debate with those people. You'd rather chastise those people. You'd rather ignore those people. You'd rather slander the names of those people. You'd rather gossip about those people. And then you call yourself an adult. You call yourself a parent. You're an embarrassment. You're a pure embarrassment. And you're selfish. And to the ones who chastise the unvaxxed and call us murderers and all this and selfish, the joke's on you. Because you're about to see your government turn its back on you completely. Especially during this upcoming dark winter that they, they've been talking about over and over and over for over a year. Now we're really starting to see where things are going, especially with murmurs of food shortages, especially with murmurs of a financial collapse, as well as a stock market collapse and a housing market collapse. Now they're giving you a climate change pandemic next, right? On top of all the viruses, the Nipah virus, the Mu variant, the Delta virus, it's never going to end. So you best believe that your idols have some very dark times ahead for you. For them, it's sacrifice season, it's ritual time, it's time to get as many souls collected as possible because clearly they're on a time limit. Clearly they know something that we don't know, most of us don't know, that this can't sustain, that, that they can't keep hiding what's going on for much longer. And by the time people wake up, it's gonna be too late for the vast majority of people. And let's, let's do a deep dive because we have a lot to cover today. And let's take a look at how they are normalizing homosexuality and confusion that's being pushed onto our children because it is an agenda, 100% an agenda. According to the statesman.com article entitled, Everyone Needs Heroes, Superman will come out as bisexual in a new DC comic story. Written by Bernina Pitofsky and published on October 11, 
DC Comics, the home of Batman, Wonder Woman, and other beloved heroes, announced on Monday that one of its heroes is taking a bold new direction and coming out as bisexual. DC Comics confirmed in a statement on Monday that John Kent, the Superman of Earth, will become romantically involved with reporter Jay Nakamura in an upcoming issue of the series Superman, Son of Kal-El. But this Superman isn't that the Clark Kent character you may already know. John Kent is the son of Clark Kent in Lo- Lois Lane, and he has picked up the Superman mantle in a new iteration of the longtime character. I've always said everyone needs heroes and everyone deserves to see themselves in their heroes. And I'm very grateful DC and Warner Bros. share this idea, writer Tom Taylor said in a statement on Monday. Superman's symbol has always stood for hope, for truth, and for justice. Today, that symbol represents something more. Today, more people can see themselves in the most powerful superhero in comics, he added. So let me ask you something. For a long time comic book series and show, spin-off shows, movies, all of the such, action figures, everything. When did the need to start sexualizing characters come into play? You got to ask yourself that. And not only ask yourself when did this start, but ask yourself why did it start? Why in the world? Do we need to know the sexual orientation of a, of a comic book character? I mean, I'm just curious. Are they going to start having softcore porn scenes in this comic book series, the movie, the show? I mean, don't be surprised. Why do they need to push that homosexuality or even any type of sexuality onto our children? Children don't need to be exposed to that through a television set. That's up to mom and dad to explain to them who they are and why they are. Why you were born as a boy or a male. Why you were born as a girl or a female. Most I didn't make mistakes. No child is born gay. That's not true. That's the system. Whether they're brainwashed through the system, through the media, through propaganda, because now it's cool to be gay. If you're a straight heterosexual male who views themselves as a man, which most people would describe as masculine, you're viewed as toxic. You see how that works? You see how the agenda of toxic masculinity and the Me Too movement needed to take some time to marinate while in the background they were prepping up this agenda? You see, once they get into the minds and the masses on one agenda, that's when they can roll out another one. You know why? Because everybody, it's been already been normalized. The whole idea of gay marriage and all that stuff was pushed on by Obama, right? Even before that, it's been pushed. Because this used to be taboo when I grew up. When I grew up, this was completely taboo. I remember even having hanging out with friends, and if we heard of like any rumor of somebody on TV or somebody we knew gay, we'd be like, "Wow, dude, that's that just throws us off because we knew it wasn't natural." But now, over time, 
through the music, through the movies, through the idols, your athletes, your entertainers, your celebrities, through the propaganda on the news, through Pride Week, Pride Day, Pride Month, Pride everything, calendar, you know, flags here, flags that. Basically, look at the, think about it. They hijacked a rainbow, people. That's crazy. And they've continued to push their perversion onto the people. 100%. Continue to push their perversion onto the people until the adults accepted it. And now you got to aim at the children. I mean, we've already spoken about it in a previous episode. I believe it was over in California where they had a drag. And I believe it was here in Minnesota too, in the Midwest. There was a drag that went and read in a classroom and exposed themselves. And the parents got upset and all this, that, and third. I'm like, okay, I can get people's ups- being upset. But at the end of the day, you put your child into this system. That's what we need to start understanding is as parents, we have accountability. You can't just be like, oh my God, I can't believe the B system did this. They're so evil and vile, I know, but I can't believe they went this far. Are you kidding me? There's no, there's no boundaries for this system, as you can see. So people need to wake up. This has been going on and it'll continue to be pushed. Why, why in the world do we need to know about Superman's son being gay? What, you're going to have a, a story arc about his father not accepting it? And then, oh, I mean, let me guess, Superman's all, he's all toxic and his masculinity's too toxic. He can't accept his son. He's full of hate. Then all of a sudden he gets a change of heart and accepts his son for who it is. And now he starts campaigning for gay superheroes. You, you see where this is going? You see how obvious it is what they're trying to do to our children? To our youth. The article continues with DC confirmed that following the scene where Superman mentally and physically burns out from trying to save everyone that he can, Jay is there to care for the Man of Steel. The story will be published next month. Superman isn't the only LGBTQ superhero for DC Comics. The character Tim Drake, who has been one of the many Robins serving alongside Batman, has been seen accepting a date from another male character, according to multiple reports. <laughs> wow. Why do you even need to write that in? Like, I don't understand how that even makes this plotline better. They're just forcing it. He accepted a date? John Kent's same-sex relationship is also not the only departure from the original Superman's life. The New York Times noted John Kent has protested refugees being deported from Metropolis, faced wildfires caused by climate change, and more. So look at them just mocking the people, man. First and foremost, they create the refugees through war. And in a lot of cases, they use so-called crisis actors to be refugees and to stir up drama to stir up a story look what they did with haiti look what they did with mexico and now they're talking about climate change from wildfires people and i'll end it here the idea of replacing clark kent with another straight white savior felt like a missed opportunity taylor told the outlet he said that a new superman had to have new fights real-world problems that he could stand up as to as one of the most powerful people in the world so i guess being a homosexual makes you powerful right wow it's and that, that just goes over people's heads and i came across a few articles not even a week old about a week old they're talking about 
now they're claiming that DC Comics illustrators, the ones who who announced Superman's son being bisexual, are now seeking police protection after bisexual Superman sparks angry threats. You know, they're you know, you know how they do this. They will do something perverted, get called out for it, and then they play the victim card. It's no different than the Black Lives Matter movement, religious movement, no different than the stop Asian violence, religious movement, no different than the LGBTQ through Z movement. They're all the same, no different than the feminist movement. They're all the same. Completely against the most high, completely against the naturality of this earth. It's sick, man. It's really sick. And they're coming after your kids, so why do we still have them in schools? You want your kid to be around that? You want your kid to come home and say one day, hey, well, I feel like I'm I'm a boy and it's a girl. Or I feel like I'm a girl and it's a boy. You know how kids are sponges, man. You know how peer pressure gets to kids. Especially at those young, tender ages, man. All it takes is for one of their best friends to say they're going to do it. And that kid might do it just because they want to remain friends with that kid. That's like how kids are. They're social by nature. They just want to play and be around people. And now the your idols are taking advantage of that and turning them against you, turning them against the naturality of who they are. Think about it. And we're going to transition into the audio segment from the official Mag Bitter Truth official video entitled It's No Longer Hidden, Now It's Right in Your Face, published on November 10th, 2021. back on more disturbing truth now i don't know if this right here surprised people but if you know what i know this would never surprise you as far as these school right here in the uk actually teachers and all the so-called boy students to wear a skirt to school it's called wear a skirt day you understand we go get into that and break it down and i'm gonna show you some things they'll make this look foreign to you people this is what they do what i tell you about saddam and Gomorrah world the one you live in right now. Pay attention right here. To promote equality, a primary school has encouraged boys and girls as young oh, as... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's go back again. Pay attention to the words that come out of the mouth of this one. Pay attention. To promote equality, a primary... To promote equality, people. To promote equality, they have the boys dressing up like girls. Wow. What I tell you, people? <laughs> the next generation that you see growing up right now, they're basically not even going to know a man different from a woman. That's what you need to understand. And why they're doing this is the devil work on earth. Right school here. has encouraged boys and girls as young as three to come to school mm-hmm. wearing skirts. Wow. The initiative follows a Spanish mm-hmm. campaign in which teachers and students have worn skirts to class in solidarity of student Mikel Gomez, 15, who was dismissed. 15, that's according for number six. But this is how they do it, people, to bring you the agenda. I always tell you they might act in like... They're against this new world order, but they're actually trying to make it more visible to the people. So they put a spotlight to it. What do you think this was about? Pay attention again. Students have worn skirts to class mm-hmm. in solidarity of student Mikel Gomez, mm-hmm. 15, who was dismissed last year for wearing a skirt. You hear that? A boy was dismissed last year for wearing a skirt. So now, in solidarity of that person, 
they're gonna wear a skirt to, to school. The boys, you see that right there? It's a setup, people. One hundred percent. In Spain, November fourth has been designated as November skirt to school day. Mm -hmm. Destruction forty-four. And if you notice, all Scottish color right there. You understand? Coding Freemason replied right there in plain sight. And that's Castle what they're Primary doing. in Edinburgh stated mm -hmm. in an email to parents that it wanted students to feel comfortable while what participating. Mean, what do you mean comfortable? How can a man feel comfortable wearing woman clothing? I told you already, people, this is direction, the direction they're going with the masses. The new world order is in full effect right trousers here. Trousers and leggings may be worn under mm -hmm. the skirts if necessary. I don't see no trousers and no leggings. to give skirts for some children if they didn't have any at home. You hear that? The teacher, they're willing to give them skirts if they don't have any at home. What a dumb shit. So the boys were supposed to be, they're supposed to have skirts at home? Wow, okay. are also allowed to wear skirts as well. Mm -hmm. Tell you. Some parents have objected to the request from Castleview. Mm -hmm. According wouldn't? to Daily Mail, Megan, a mother with a son in the mm -hmm. school, tweeted, a Megan. My son is five and just got this from the school. Mm -hmm. Let kids be kids. Mm -hmm. Another Twitter user called Nicola replied, If a boy wants to wear a skirt to school, he should be allowed. But why put pressure on people to ask their son to wear a skirt? No, you're, you're not supposed to promote that. Just like you have a special color, you have a special clothing that you can wear to school. A lot of schools got uniforms. <laughs> you understand? The boys wear a certain uniform. The girls wear a certain uniform. Now you want to tell me you want to dress all of them like girls? It is bullshit. Seen people. as some sort of bigot. Mm -hmm. As oh, Evening bigot. Standard reported, mm -hmm. many parents, on the other hand, have applauded the school for encouraging children's hobbies and ideas and promoting child-driven learning. Mm -hmm. Mother Nicola Taylor. 36 said mm, of course it's the idea actually came mm -hmm. from the children not the teachers wow the idea come from the children wow so all the students basically come together and come up with this idea and then bring it to the teachers you believe that people it is a hoax 100 percent. this is how they transform in the world in front of the people it's an amazing school they will never and notice. the children love what they're doing mm -hmm. It was wow. a choice. You didn't have to take part. Wow. Some were dressed amazingly with checkered skirts. Wow, checkered skirts. I already told you what it is. It's Freemasonry. Skirts mm -hmm. and knee-length skirts. Mm -hmm. The teachers were involved as well, and it was absolutely amazing to see the staff and students come together wow. like that to support a cause they care about. They support a cause they care about. Saddam and Gomorrah. Bam! As you could see them right there. Freemason bricks behind them. They're just programming the yachts, and I already told you. Disney and all of them, Nickelodeon, basically trying to turn your boys into girls. Yes, put that in their subconscious mind, and then bam, you put them in a skirt, finalize the whole deal. Gay Ethan man Proven, on the mask. Nicole's 11-year-old mm -hmm. son wore a stretchy black skirt over mm -hmm. his school uniform to support wow. the movement, he said. Support the movement. You know what kind of movement it is, people? The movements to turn the peoples into sodomites. That's exactly what they're doing. It was doing. really fun, and it felt good to be supporting others. Mm -hmm. Supporting Teachers who? wrote to parents. We're keen to spread the message that clothes mm -hmm. don't have a gender and that we should all be free oh, to... Oh, clothes don't have a gender, but you do. That's what you need to understand. What do you mean clothes don't have a gender? Wow. Clothes don't have a gender. So that means it's a man duty to wear drawers because it don't belong to somebody. It don't belong to a specific gender. You better wake your ass up. Clothes don't have gender. We know that. But the people do have gender, and that's how they identify themselves of who they are for real, not who they pretend to be. You understand me? Woman just like woman, man just like man. What going to happen when you start flip-flop both of those? 
confusion for the dumb ourselves fools. as we choose. Mm -hmm. In a post on Twitter, Castleview Primary stated it is mm -hmm. so proud of its students. The City of Edinburgh Council commended mm -hmm. the initiative and stated that it is fully committed to promoting equality and yeah, diversity. That's, and that's how they promote equality, people, by every by making every gender the same. You hear that? The same thing Hollywood telling you right now. Most of them coming out and tell you they're binary gender. That means they're not genders. They're not male or females. This is how they do it. Move. I've noticed your cast. Take a look at this right here, people. It's not the first time they do it. This is like three years ago. They're talking about some bar right here. They're basically going to let the man dressed up like woman just to say, well, it's equality. What a dumb shit for the masses. Watch this right the expression, here. walk a this. mile in their shoes. Wow. Well, some male servers at an Ottawa restaurant mm -hmm. did just that to bring attention to how the restaurant industry often treats female servers. Much you hear that? Oh, they treat... Oh, they often treat female servers. Okay, let's see. Mm -hmm. Than their male counterparts. Mm -hmm. It's incumbent upon all of us restaurants, male right or female, to take mm -hmm. a stand on it. Servers wow. decked out in height. Take a stand on it, and this is how they take a stand on it, people. They wear dress and heels in a restaurant. Who is dumb enough to go there and eat or go there to drink? Who would go there to hang out? Wow. Heels and skimpy dresses isn't wow. an unusual sight in many restaurants. Right that is, here. if you it's women wearing mm -hmm. them. To mm -hmm. highlight the way many female servers no, are No, it's just to... a way to promote gay men. That's all it is. Saddam and Gomorrah in plain sight. Go off their mm -hmm. bodies. The restaurant there dressed its male staff like this okay, to make a statement. So, all, so the restaurant dressed their male staff like that. Okay, I got you. Men walk mm -hmm. by in tight mm -hmm. miniskirts and wow, heels. Wow, look at this shit. Mm -hmm. It really just hits it home how crazy it is to ask women to do that. Wow, My... it really hit home. That is crazy to y'all women to dress in heels. Hold on. Because the last time I checked, that's how you want to dress, uncomfortable, to, to look better, so-called, to, to look more appealing to the male eyes or whatever. That's, I, I thought that's what it was. So you telling me that the skirts and the short thing that you wear and the, and the ears, it, 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 was, it was something that somebody forced you to do and it's uncomfortable? No, you're doing that shit to yourself. So I'm saying when you do when a man start doing this right here to show how uncomfortable it is to woman, this is bullshit. Was you being squished <laughs> in the end here? So wow. I got to a point where like I'm limping. And that mm -hmm. hurt their ability to do their job. The mm -hmm. men say they see got orders, took mm -hmm. twice as long to serve tables and even stopped bringing refills. Mm -hmm. But what surprised wow. those men the most was how people felt entitled to touch them mm -hmm. and make you comments. See? You see that people? I told you this is how they do you in this new world. Yes, they, because they, the man dressed in a fucking skirt, yes, you can't help but touching them. You see that right there? Pay attention right here. Pay attention. Mm -hmm. People felt entitled to touch them. There you them. go right there. Uh-huh. <laughs> People feel entitled to touch them. But guess what? So this is what they're giving you right here. This is how you know the world is dumb, 100%. So if they were to show you a real woman right here standing... And then a man right here squeezing her ass because she in a tight skirt for say. What would they call that? Sexual harassment and everything else. You see that? So this is how you know the world is dumb. 100% in. All the way backwards on the comments. people. I was joking and like I was joking with them the first time. But like mm -hmm. at that point I was like, all right, mm -hmm. I don't really want to do this. And it's not like, mm -hmm. what, you, you, like see that? you see that right there, people? So what is the, what does this mean right here? What is they pushing on the masses right here? You see what I tell you? Did a video not too long ago, so it's okay 
for the woman to do that to the man. But it's not okay for the man to do it to the woman. I told you people, the world that you live in is a sick place. You understand me? Run by the devil peoples, you're gonna get nothing good from me. But I was like, I just don't want to deal with this right now. Now that we have a better understanding of what these school indoctrination camps are up to as far as the homosexual and transsexual agendas aimed at our children and our youth, let's take a look at the continued push of the Mark of the Beast vaccine on our children. And as of all of us probably know, so-called FDA here in America and around the world approved it for children, I believe it was ages 5 to 11 or 12, whatever the ages they had again. And that right there is already showing you that these beasts, these devils will stop at nothing until they get what they want. And if the youth don't die from these shots, which we know the vast majority of them will, because common sense and discernment will tell you discernment will tell you that a child needs years to develop their immune system. And this is not your typical vaccine that already wreaks havoc on the mind, body, and soul. But this is an mRNA vaccine with nanorobots, nanocrystals, all of these things that are going to change the DNA, the genes of a person. Not only that, control them. That's where we're headed towards. And that's what we mean by parents sacrificing their children onto this devil system. Not even doing a lick of research into these people pushing the vaccines. I mean, all the, the average person, if all the average person did was look up Bill Gates, his history, and look up Bill Gates' father's history and connection to eugenics, and looked up Fauci and his connections to the hoax AIDS pan- epidemic and everything that happened with that, as well as Johnson & Johnson's history of recalls and Moderna and Pfizer and all of these companies and the simple fact that you can't sue the manufacturers for any adverse effects. Honestly, you could have spent an afternoon looking all of that up. I'm not kidding you. And you could have already made a knowledgeable decision not to put that injection in your body or in your children. And the vast majority of you didn't do that. You were, too, you were too above that. that. That was a conspiracy, right? You don't get your information from the internet, right? 
even though all of this information I'm saying can be confirmed. And worse, many of you have people in your lives, whether it's family or friends, or you maybe you even stumbled across other information outside the mainstream media, and they basically spoon-fed you the truth. But yet, you were too prideful, too lazy, too arrogant, too egotistical to look into it for the you and the safety of your children and your family. For those who are in that category, shame on you. I don't feel, I honestly, shame on you. I have, I'm a compassionate person, but when it comes to arrogance and pride, especially when you're on the side of evil, I don't have any patience for that at all. I'm not here to degrade any adults who made the mistake by taking the vaccine or made the mistake of taking, giving it to their child. I'm not here to degrade them. I'm just here to call it out for what it is. You made an awful decision and you better pray that the most high has mercy that, 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 that child doesn't get affected because this is where we're at right now. And it's only going to get worse. Once kids start dropping, just imagine what's going to happen next. But I'm sure by then, they're already going to have a million different distractions for you. A million different false flags and psyops going on. According to the SGTReport.com article entitled, Exposing the Ominously Sinister Agenda Behind the Vaccine of Kids as Young as Five. What are they not telling us? Horrendous child abuse is being mandated written by Stefan Stanford and published on November 6, 2021. Perhaps we should begin by reminding ourselves that the PCR test that supposedly detects COVID-19 does no such thing. It chemically measures whether or not some proteins that may be related to some sort of virus, perhaps even that of the numerous coronaviruses, indicating by chemical change whether or not it determines some protein or another may exist in that fluid. It indicates nothing more than that. So if you have any coronavirus like one of the many common colds or flus, you have C-19 according to those useless tests. They are so bad that Italy's death rate for C-19 dropped by 97% of the old numbers after a recount that included the idea. And even at that, the remaining cases are under suspicion, and I believe it is much the same in our own nation, with the yearly influenza, pneumonia, car crashes, heart attacks, and more were blamed on the supposed C-19 knowing that the PCR tests are fake and completely unrelated causes were reassigned to C-19 as the cause of death. Why add something to calm heart attacks in little children for a vaccine that is supposedly perfectly safe for those who have a next to zero chance of coming down with the disease they claim is COVID-19 when in fact children are all but immune to it by their own numbers as shown in the above graph what did they actually know from their very limited trials using children that they determined to need for such additives all is not well in hometown America folks not at all 
myocarditis and pericarditis in children is not a normal result of a safe vaccine. You should remember this graph we have posted a few times before concerning the C19 vax as compared to all previous vax deaths. We have also read and many stories including here on ANP about the unreliability of the data on the VAERS reporting system as they catch about 1% of the total problems with the C19 vax as in the report in vaccine impact as far back as January 2020 where they quoted a 2011 report from Harvard Pilgrim Healthcare for the HHS, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. When they said, although 25% of ambulatory patients experience an adverse drug event, less than 0.3 of all adverse drug events and 1% to 13% of serious events are reported to the Food and Drug Administration, FDA. Likewise, fewer than 1% of vaccine adverse events are reported. Low reporting rates preclude or slow the identification of problem drugs and vaccines that endanger public health. New surveillance methods for drug and vaccine adverse effects are needed, but we must work with what we have. (laughs) Okay. I mean, if anyone really thought that the government really cared about you up to this point, I don't know where you've been your whole entire life. I guess you've been living in a privileged la-la land. Seriously. That's the only way for people to understand that. Because most people who've had to go through something serious in life or grew up in poverty or grew up around violence, they know the government doesn't care about them. Are you kidding me? That's why a lot of them were the most apprehensive to taking this. They at least had common sense and discernment to know, hold up. These same people are trying to save me? Yeah, right. I live in hell every day. You think these people are going to try to save my life? So don't be surprised that less than 1% is reported. Honestly, that's for a reason. The article continues with, Add to this the analysis that recent VAERS analysis shows that 100% of deaths following COVID-19 shots are only are from only 5% of the manu- manufacturer lots, according to VAERS. According to Sarah Westall, when she reported that, the expose determined there were an unusually high number of adverse effects reported by the lot number of Pfizer and Moderna C19 shot batches. Their conclusion was that this investigation of Bayer's data reveals several concerning findings which warrant further investigation, but it also leads to questions of why authorities within the USA, which are supposed to monitor the safety of COVID-19 vaccines, have not discovered this themselves. People got to understand they're not testing anything. There's nothing they're testing. When they say trials, they didn't have trials. They either had crisis actors or idiot parents who went in there and sacrificed their children. You think these people tested anything? Nothing has been tested. This is the mark of the beast. They know exactly what it's going to do. Perhaps they didn't know that it would kill and harm people like this because that's not the end goal. That wasn't the goal. They needed a year, two, three, four, five for this stuff to kick in. But it's really started to kick in on people because it, in a sense, it backfired on the system. I don't think the system realizes how sick the world is. I'm talking about from all the poisons they feed us, from the GMO foods to the GMO, to the fluoridated water, to the poison skies and soils, to the level of obesity, alcoholism, 
drug use, promiscuity, people have been killing themselves. So of course, the lack of exercise, lack of sunlight, lack of vitamins and minerals, of course people are going to fall like flies, man. Think about it. The article continues with the data clearly shows that the COVID-19 vaccination campaign has been significantly more harmful and deadly than the influenza vaccine vaccination campaign. This fact alone begs the question as to how the FDA advisory committee could possibly vote 17-0 in favor of approving the Pfizer vaccine for use in children aged 5 to 11. And if you actually start peeling back the onion further, you'll start noticing that a lot of the people who work for these these large corporations like Moderna or Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson, they've sat on committee boards of the FDA, the WHO, the CDC. They're all in bed together. It's not hard to figure that out at all. One thing they cannot hide is that everyone that gets this kill shot gets at least, at minimum, micro blood clots and inflammation of the ar arterial walls resulting in many other problems. Among those are heart problems, brain inflammations and strokes, infertility because it attacks the ovaries and the testes, miscarriage and stillbirths, along with even the deaths of suckling infants, other organ problems and so many deaths, both immediate short term and as well as we shall see in the near future long term. Perhaps in the next couple of years, we will see mass die-offs like the of the ops like the likes of which have never happened before in the worst of the black plagues and similar mass die-offs. And that's why we know, for instance, that this is just a part of the Nephilim reset. They're just resetting right now. This is their time to reset. Every so often, they need to reset the earth because people start to wake up. People start to understand and put things together. You gotta really understand how sinister this world is, man. It's not what you think it is. It's not what you've been brainwashed into thinking it is. That's why so many people are gonna get caught off guard. That's why so many people have already been damaged by this. And I, for one, I don't know how anyone can still have their kids in school. I mean, I understand that people live busy lives and they have jobs and all of the sort, but if there was any time in your life where you needed to make an adjustment to save your child's soul, because right now it comes down to their souls, it would be now. It would be today. Take your kids out of school. Honestly, I don't understand how anyone who even has any sense of common sense or discernment, who knows what's up, who knows that they're being duped by the government, that they know deep down that something's not quite right. How can you bring your child and leave your child in the system when they're already going around and having vaccinations at schools, when they're already pushing that? Oh, they told you, oh, a mom took her kid to go get the flu vaccine and they accidentally administered the, the COVID-19 vaccine. You think that's an accident? Oh, well, you hear a story about a mom hearing that her child signed a waiver to take a COVID-19 vaccine without her being there, even though it's against the law in that state, right? So what does she have to do now? She's going to try to press charges and go through the legal system and what takes years, months to get through, all while her child's health fails. 
Was it worth all that? Is that what you want to put your child? Is that the environment you want to keep your child in? If so, if you really are that deep into this cult, you're going to reap what you sow. You will be recompensed because we do die from and of lack of knowledge. And we're going to transition into the audio portion from the Nandi video entitled The Public School System, published on May 8th, 2021. And before I begin the audio portion of this video, I just want to let you as a listener understand and know that you'll be hearing the noise of a child who's wearing a mask. This poor little girl is wearing a mask and she's crying and her parents either have, you know, a video recorder in the house that records the porch or like the front door. And you'll see this little girl in a mask and she's literally going crazy because she knows it's not natural to be masked up. Such a sick world we live in, man. I want to like ask the parents like for real in light of everything that has happened and I don't know if I'm really speaking to the ones who are sleeping the ones who actually believe in the COVID-19 because they're they think that the public school system is still beneficial to their children you know what I'm saying so I think I'm talking to the ones who are more aware the, the ones who realize that you know COVID-19 is some bullshit that they had they pushed onto us okay pushed onto the world and I I, want to know like why would you as a person who is aware of what's going on within this beast system why would you send your children back into the beast system you feel me um I, I I don't understand why no, I don't understand why um you would subject your child to um the, the, the so-called standards that they have in place for children in these schools, man. Like, all right, so before COVID hit, you know, parents were allowed to, you know, go into the schools without a face mask, you know what I'm saying? Without having their temperature taken, without all that, you know, that bullshit, all right? But now, the way that they have things set up is that parents can't even go in the, like they can't, they can, they can go, like they might can step inside, you know, to the, to the main office, but they definitely have to have a mask on when they do that. And they can't go into their child's school. So once once your child hits 
those doors and the doors shut, you can't see your child no more. It's like your your child your child is in now in the control of the school system. If 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 that even makes sense to you, or if you're understanding that, you have to understand how detrimental that is for one, and for two, they have taken parents rights away from them they have taken parents rights away from them the right to your child that you gave birth to you feel me like they have taken it and they told you that you know because of COVID-19 you can no longer come into the school so you you, you know what I'm saying you 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 just don't know what the hell is going on you don't know what's going on in those classrooms no more you don't know what these teachers are really doing. Half of these motherfuckers don't even know what the teachers are teaching their children. <laughs> Feel me? So it's like, I'm speaking to the ones who know about COVID. Like, I'm trying to understand why on God's green earth would you send your children back into the devil's lair, okay? Because that's what I call it. It's a devil's lair. It's a prison with tighter restrictions, all right? The public school system was always already a prison, the pipeline to prison, all right? It was already set up like that. So now, since we're in a so-called COVID era, what do, you, what, do, what do you think it's like now? The restrictions are even tighter, all right? Listen, I work with children, okay? Now, I work with the children who do... Um, I work with the children who do the um online, the virtual um learning or whatever. So, you know, I make sure, you know, that they're getting on, they're doing everything that they're supposed to do, they're assigned on in time, you know, things of that nature. And when they're when they do, they some of them have gone like gone back to school physically, but they have days like called in synchronous days when they, you know, when they don't go to school. So they come tell me that they have to wear their mask. And if they put their mask under their nose, then the teachers are going to tell them that they have to pull their mask up. Now, mind you, these children come to me and they tell me that they be hot, they can't breathe, they hate the face mask, they hate it, but the teachers make them pull it up over their nose. And so what does that say to you? say about the teacher? Not even about the children, because these are children. Okay? Children are just doing what the so-called adults are telling them to do. They're just following the rules, all right? Because that's what they have been programmed to do. You feel me? So they're listening to the teachers, but they know that wearing a face mask is wrong, but in the same sense, they are being conditioned to make it seem as if it's normal, okay? <laughs> it, 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 it's, it's, it's a crazy situation when it comes to subjecting our children to the, these schools like we can no longer do that so again i'm just trying to get down to the root of it as to why parents after all that the government has done after all that these demons have done why are we taking our children and putting them into the hands of these motherfuckers all right because they want the children vaccinated with the COVID-19 vaccine, period, all right? So when they started letting the children go back to school, 
And you got to think about that too. We're in the midst of a pandemic, okay? A crisis, so-called. Uh, a deadly virus, right? It's a deadly virus and it can kill you if you come into close contact with someone. You can get it from what? Droplets in the air, somebody coughs, somebody sneezes and you're next to them. You know what I'm saying? You can get the COVID. That's what they have told the people. That's what they told the world, okay? So if that's the case, children sneeze and cough all the time. And you want to know how I know? Because I work with children and they're always coughing. They're always sneezing. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Some children, they that's just a part of nature. You know, children are going to do that. They're going to sneeze. They're going to have a cough. They're going to have a sniffle here and there. Shit. I mean, that's just what it is. So they're telling us that those symptoms right there that have been here since forever are the symptoms that can give you COVID. Now, just think about that shit. Why would they send the children back to school if that's the case? Why not keep the schools closed because they have an agenda and the agenda is when these children get sick and these dumbass parents, and I call them dumb because they are, for one, because they take they would take their child to the doctor and they're so petrified of a goddamn virus, you know what I'm saying, that the government, the people on TV, got on TV and told the world that it's deadly, this, that, the third, and they took their, took it, took their word. They took everything they said and they ran with it. They didn't do no research or nothing. So these parents are petrified. So they'll take their children. Yo, what? Wow. They'll take their children. Um, yo, this dude tripping. They'll take their children to the doctor and have their children tested for what? COVID. And then guess what's going to happen? The test is going to come back what? Positive. All right. I mean, that's just how they do it because they want to build the case. First, they remember how they used to say the children, you know, they didn't see the COVID in children. It doesn't affect children the way that it affects the elderly. You know what I'm saying? So they um now are backtracking and now all these children have COVID. Everything is COVID. COVID this and COVID that. Now all the children have COVID. All right. They don't have the flu. You know what I'm saying? They don't have seasonal allergies. You know what I'm saying? They don't have nothing else but COVID. All right, so they're building their numbers up so they can have, an, have a reason to say, okay, now all these children, you know, are getting COVID. So, you know, now, you know, this is a reason why children need to get the COVID vaccine. All right, so they are setting it up because they want you, they want your children to come to school. They want them to come to school because they want them to get sick. That's what they want. See, this is how evil these people are. They, they want your children. They want your children that you're sending back to them to get sick and be diagnosed with COVID. That's what they want, all right? So they'll have them on the list, the, the contact tracing list. They'll have them added on to the list of people that they have told who has COVID, a fucking virus that doesn't even exist. <laughs> it exists in your mind. It doesn't exist in the air. It does not exist. And they push their fake ass science on you 
you know what I'm saying? Their fake ass medical terminology on you because you can't read between the lines, yo. Wow. And then on top, they have convinced you that you should send your child back to school and wear a face mask all damn day. And they can't pull it down over their nose. They cannot pull the face mask down over their nose. If they pull the face mask down over their nose, guess what? They're violating the the they're violating the the, the school standards, the schools, the schools implementations, their rules and regulations and shit. Because everything is a rule and regulation nowadays. It goes back to that bullshit. But what I'm trying to say, the point I'm trying to make is, do not like. We're in an era of a of a pandemic, all right. We're in this era, and we're in an era where they have our children, our most vulnerable, wearing face masks all day because the children are in school all damn day long. All right, they're in school all day, damn near what? Almost what? Eight hours? Six, six, seven, eight hours? They're in school, okay? And they have a face mask on, and they cannot pull it down. So, listen. I see people's children sweating profusely, okay? Because they can't breathe properly with the face mask on. It's destroying their immune system, all right? And that's what they want. And they want your child that you're going to send back to them to get COVID. That's what they want. So if you're smart, you won't send them back. If you think you can't do it, then you must, You if you can't, if you can't, you know, take the time to come up with some type of curriculum for your child and keep your child at home, then you have failed as a goddamn parent, if you ask me. Really? Because it's simple. It's simple. Put up, put put together a curriculum that works for your child or your children or whatever. I don't care if you have five children. You had them. They're your children. So you have to take the initiative to educate your children yourself because not only are you subjecting your children to devils you're subjecting them to be brainwashed at the same time because you can best believe they're implementing slowly they're implementing the lgbt curriculum all right into the schools all right and it's, it's already happened in some states if you don't think so go research it it's already has happened in some states and it's going to be nationwide before you know it so if you're an individual like me you know what I'm saying? And you don't, you're not, you know, you're against abominations and against that same gender bullshit and the transgender agenda. You know what I'm saying? You wouldn't want to subject your children to that shit. All right? Because they're trying to normalize homosexuality and transgenderism. It's, it's a, a, they're pushing, pushing it heavy. They want to normalize that shit. Like real spill, they want to normalize it. And they have already, I feel like they have already normalized it because the people are dumb. <laughs> the people are all out dumb. I mean, when I was coming up, you know, parents used to push back against that stuff. They wasn't trying to hear that. Like, no, uh-uh, no way. I don't want my child around that man and that other man and kissing and, you know, wearing dresses and halter tops and booty shorts and high heels and makeup and all this bullshit wigs and shit but they're men no parents was pushing back against that because they knew that it was wrong so i don't know what happened from then up until now i mean damn the programming is that heavy that deep 
wow so you have to find the time to keep your children at home i don't care if you gotta work i don't care i not only work one two three i work four jobs sometimes all right and it's no way in the world that i would send my children back to the public school system knowing that we're in the midst of a pandemic I mean, like, does it, would it, does it make sense to, why are the schools even open? You have to ask yourself, why would schools be open if we're in the middle of a pandemic? It's a deadly, it's a deadly virus out here that's killing people, right? So they say, so why would you subject children to that? If your ass is that scared of a virus, keep your ass at home. Keep the schools closed. Don't come out your door. Just stay isolated quarantine like a goddamn animal all right that's what you need to do or you need to get yourself together get your mind right and see through this deception for what it is all right and it's a very sinister agenda against our children it's very sinister it's, it's so evil it's so evil that i hate these motherfuckers for doing that shit i hate them with a passion is wrong it's not right and we shouldn't be giving our children to people to liars deceivers master manipulators we should not hand our children over to the devils oh my goodness man no it's over school is done it's a wreck we're in the midst of, of the, we're in a new we're in the midst of the new world order do you know what's going to come in future in the future, they want to depopulate our ass. They want to kill us. They want to murk us. They want to murder us. But here we are still thinking that everything is hunky-dory. People walking around with face masks on and shit. And our children sit off to school to stand six feet apart and wear a goddamn face mask. And if they don't follow directions, they're told to pull their mask up all the way over their nose and cover their mouth man you need to learn about how the people need to when they breathe they inhale and exhale and they need to release their toxins all right they are not supposed to be breathing in toxins inside of a face mask that's so that's dangerous that's that's dangerous to your health you're destroying your health you're destroying your immune system and that's what's happening to our children okay so if you want to continue listening to the government and strangers that you don't know, I will always point that out. You don't know these motherfuckers just because the government said it. Just because the government got on TV and told the world that it's a virus, you're going to take it and but you're going to run with it. That shows how dumb the people are. <laughs> because you can't trust the government. Mm -mm. You can't trust them with a 10-foot pole. You can't trust the motherfuckers. You gotta, whatever they put out, you need to research it first and find out if there's any truth to it. Find out if it's all a lie. Find out what the hell it is because the motherfuckers lie. They are liars. They lie. Do you know what a lie is? Do you know what a deceiver is? They have something to gain. When somebody deceives you, they have something sinister to gain against you. All right? So just do not send your children back to these devils. Don't keep them home do something you have to do something this is when you need to be um you need to i don't know you need to do something you need to be close with your family you need to have somebody you close to to help you you need to find some 
a homeschool based in your area. They do have some homeschools um, in different areas. You need to look into it, see if you can find some, or you need to just do it yourself. Whatever you do, definitely don't send them back to the public school system. Don't send your children nowhere where they have to cover their nose all day. All right? Don't, don't, don't do that. Don't. Please don't. Because our children are our next generations, okay? And we need them. We need them to be alive because I'm talking about the ones who are aware. We need them, even the ones who aren't aware. All of our children are beautiful. They're God's children. And we need them to be alive so they can, for the next generations when we're not here. You know what I'm saying? To help expose all the satanic shit that's going on in this world. I mean, and that's that's just basically it. I mean, I'm just, I just really trying to figure out what's stopping parents from, um, not sending their children to these devils and keeping them home. There's no more excuses. I mean, it's over. School is over. It's over. There's no more excuses. There's no more excuses, period. say it's time to wake up man and stop acting like what's going on in the world is normal or that we will return to normal you know ignorance is bliss and lack of knowledge will get you killed putting your children in harm's way will catch up to you you know keep keep believing your government keep believing the so-called experts and leaders and see where that takes you but if you haven't been able to notice the propaganda then I don't know what to tell you you're under a full spell according to the bizpackreview.com article entitled timely new Pfizer ad featuring superhero kids sparks fierce debate written by Robert Jonathan and published on November 4th, 2021. A new ad from the Pfizer multinational corporation featuring a diverse group of real children, some of whom appear in quasi superhero costumes is an apparent follow-up to the federal government authorization of the COVID-19 jab for kids ages 5 to 11. And when you think of propaganda, this is the same beast system who used Joe Camel on children. Think about it. So how is this any different from what they're doing right now? This should be a red flag to everyone. The article continues with, in the video, a preteen narrator says, All of us want to be superheroes, and the most important heroes are those that help others. This year, thousands of kids like us around the world joined the COVID 19 vaccine trial, and when they did, they became our superheroes. To all of the kids who volunteered, we'd like to say thank you for sharing your superpowers. <laughs> My gosh. 
various youngsters in the video go on to define superpowers in the context of vaccine trials as to include courage, willingness to try new things, bravery in helping the world. You see how dumb they have the adults? When they used to feed you vaccines and tell you that the vaccine that you took was to help you stop transmission, it was never ever talked about on stopping the transmission from somebody else or helping somebody save someone else because you put something in your body that doesn't even make any logical sense that's when you know people are out of their minds that's when you know people are doubling down on this whole thing when they when you can hear something like that and you know that it's not true but you still believe it that you're insane the article continues with the commercial or public service announcement or however it might be defined, is not getting a ringing endorsement on social media. Under the video posted to YouTube, Pfizer explained that superheroes come in all sizes. Watch as real kids express thanks to their superheroes. The 5 to 11-year-old COVID-19 vaccine clinical trial volunteers were incredibly grateful to the trial participants and their families. And the hashtag science will win. <laughs> wow. And anybody who has sense knows that those kids in the, the recent ad or video or propaganda, those, those kids never got the jab. Those kids probably are a part of the bloodline or Nephilim kids themselves. Real talk. Any kid, any parent who took their child to the trial for real, for real, and that, and that child got injured, that child's not in that. You better best believe that child is not in that commercial nor are you going to hear any mainstream media reports about that child's adverse reactions. It's just, it's sick. It's just, it's absolutely sick. Earlier this week, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, signed off on the shot for children for the young group as alluded to above. They are set to receive a dosage at one third of what is administered to adolescents and adults. And we know again, that's a lie. We already known from the beginning that all of the makers, doesn't matter, AstraZeneca, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, Pfizer, they're all the same vaccines. It's just different names. So you'd be foolish to think that they're giving the children a smaller dosage. That's not true. Pedi pediatricians, offices, pharmacies, hospitals, schools, and clinics are now or will be dis distributing the shot soon. Think about what I just read. Pediatricians, offices, pharmacies, hospitals, schools. What did we just hear about in the video from Nandy about the schools? Why are you sending your kids to the schools? You really think that your, your vocal request not to vaccinate your child is going to be listened to? You really think? All it takes is a few minutes for them to take your child into a room, hold it down, and vaccinate your child. And it's already late. What are you going to do? Come in there and start screaming and yelling? You're just going to be ushered out or arrested. What are you going to take them to court? Okay. Wow. I'll end it here. Pfizer is the first of the big three vaccine producers to get approval for children. Moderna and Johnson, Johnson, Johnson and Johnson vaccines are still 
undergoing testing. There's no testing that they're doing. It's just it's just all down to the gematry and the numerology. They're going to release the vaccines when they want to. And I believe that it'll be sooner than you think. It'll be here in the next few weeks. So here we are, people. This is the reality that we live in. This is the reality that we live in. And let's continue to dive deeper into what's going on. According to the EuropeReloaded.com article entitled, 78% of COVID-19 deaths among vaccinated, 47% rise in teen deaths after vaccination, 999 calls for cardiac arrest at all-time high, published on October 4th, 2021. public has been repeatedly told that the COVID-19 vaccines are 100% safe and effective because they have been through the same rigorous testing every other approved vaccine has been through. Despite the fact it took less than a year to allegedly formulate a vaccine, test it, and get it into the arms of the general public. Today, we we can confirm that you have been lied to. The COVID-19 vaccines have not been through the same rigorous testing as other vaccines, as they are neither safe or effective, and we can prove this via a wealth of available official government data. Before we continue, I'm just reading this information for us to get an understanding of all the people who are actually harming, because we know that COVID's not real. It's not a real virus. So we know the ones who are dying after taking the vaccine or did so from the vaccine and not from no COVID, not from no long COVID, not from nothing like they'd like to tell you. Not through a breakthrough case, none of that. Public Health England have now been replaced by a new organization dreamt up by the ex-health secretary, Matt Hancock. The new organization is known as the UK Health Security Agency. That's a slightly sinister and extremely concerning name, isn't it? The new UK Health Security Agency released a report on Thursday, September 30th, entitled Vaccine Surveillance Report Week 39. And within it, they published a number of alleged COVID-19 cases, hospitalizations, and deaths from week 35 to week 38 of 2021. By vaccination status, Table 2 of the report reveals that between August 30, 2021 and September 26, 2021, there were a total of 699,489 positive test results of the COVID-19 virus recorded in England. Of these, 316,002 cases were among the not-vaccinated population, 53,070 were among the partially-vaccinated population, and 273,540 were among the fully-vaccinated population. And you got to ask yourself, why are people still taking the test? Why in the world would they usher out the vaccine and then the people who are already vaccinated need to continue to go get tests? Does that make any sense? Or is that to continue this, this charade, this hoax, and continue to push it further and further and further out so that this is just common, that this will never end? Which one do you think it is? The article continues with, this means that the unvaccinated accounted for 45% of COVID cases throughout September, whereas people who had received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine accounted for 47% of COVID-19 cases throughout September. And I, like we've already told you, You're not going to get a virus unless you put it in your body. 
So the people who were unvaccinated were foolish to go get vaccinated. Unless you did so for your job, either way, you're foolish. I would never even mess with any of those tests at all. It's foolish. It's a fake virus. Go look up Carrie Mullis. Go look up the PCR test inventor who told you that it could never, it was never created to find viruses in people and it could be manipulated. This is what the, the creator said. And then Mullis ends up dead months before everything kicks off. Really? Okay. The article continues with, this is extremely concerning when you take into account that 247,077 of the COVID-19 cases in the unvaccinated population were in children under the age of 18. Children are being tested regularly in schools despite the fact that they rarely even suffer a temperature due to the alleged virus. Exactly. The testing in schools. You're allowing our youth to go in there and have things shoved up their blood-brain barrier. I've seen photos of kids and I don't really look at the photos or any of the videos of people breaking stuff down just because I don't want to look at that. I don't want to look at somebody dying. Like, that's sick to me. But I saw a photo of a kid who had the biggest bloody nose and the father in the caption said, yeah, this happened after the nasal testing. It's like, what are you doing to your kids, man? This is so diabolical, so messed up. This is just messed up, man. And I'll end it here. If we remove confirmed cases of COVID-19 in children under 18 from the equation altogether, then we are left with a very different set of results that tell an entirely different story. Confirmed cases among all unvaccinated adults over the age of 18 between August 30th and September 26th equate to 75,925. While confirmed cases among all adults who had received at least one dose of COVID-19 vaccine equate to 313,292. Therefore, unvaccinated adults account for just 18% of cases in September, while vaccinated adults count for 74% of cases in September. And we already told you that the vaccine is the sickness, is the COVID-19, is the Delta, is the Mu virus. It's whatever they want to call it. It's always been about the vaccine, brothers and sisters. I don't know how people can just go and take something like that, man. I just don't get it. I really, really don't get it. And then to administer it to your child, your children, that's a new level of sickness, man. Sick. You're not healthy. There's something wrong with you. And we're going to transition over to the audio excerpt from the Red Shot Black Star video entitled Find Your True Spiritual Self and Don't Be of the Flesh, published on October 16, 2021. And I'm going to sit with my daughters then. I have to sit with my daughters. Why? I really got to sit with my daughters because I got to keep an eye on all of my children then. All, because I love all of them. So I have to keep an eye. I have to be around them. And when I'm not around these, I'm going to go around the others. Because I have to secure them. I have to secure them because time is at hand. You're over. Time is at, is at hand. So I have to secure my children. I cannot afford to, no pestilence to snatch my children. I cannot afford to make society 
brainwash my children. See, they are young. My two young empresses, they are princesses. Look how beautiful. I have three princes. They have an older sister named Eden. But I have to protect them. I cannot let this society come and snatch them and, and, and twist their mind and cause them to go into the cracks of the gully, teach them what's not right. Okay? So I am the head of my household. It is my uh, our responsibility to bring them upright, teach them what's right, let them know what's right, what they could do, what they can't do. You know, we are God-fearing people, you know. See? And if we believe in a higher power, then we will want to do the things for our children on a higher level. It means we're going to love them unconditionally. Most people say they love them children, but then feed them children. Poison. I don't understand who you love them children. You love your children, but you allow society to snatch them. You allow them to watch all kinds of things that will damage their, their brain, um, throw them off track. So I love them that much. It's my job to protect them from system smart. Until then, grow up, they will always be, be my daughters. And when they grow up to be, grow, to be big women, uh, grown people, they will remember the voice of their father and the things that their father tell them. They, and even though they go astray, because sometimes this demon is very powerful, but my Lord is much more powerful. So sometimes you grow in a home, a good background, good parents, but somewhere down the line, the child ends up going spiraling into the negative input. But you never give up. That's why you got to keep teaching them, showing them, telling them, and doing the right thing so they could see. So when they reach in that predicament, they could always spiral back onto the righteous path. I was, my mother taught me, God, she brought me up, was a, a poor woman, but rich, rich by the blessings of the most high. She did her best for me. Oh, there was things that I wanted to do on my own, and I tried to do it, and I probably did it. But because of the teachings, the God-fearing teachings of my mom's teaching me, allowing me to know there is a higher power, allowing me to know there is a master, master of all things, allowing me to know to do good over evil, do the good. So now I came back because I didn't forget her voice stuck in my head. Even though I was running cuckoo, her voice stuck into my head. So I came back and tried put myself in order by the grace of the most high, by the power of the most high, and I buckle my, I put up my socks, I buckle my shoes, and I went to where I remember that my mother taught me. So no matter what, keep preaching, keep teaching, and teach the young ones so they will remember, and whenever they go astray, they will always have the voice in their hearts and in their head to guide them back home, just like the prodigal son, seeing? Things happen where people go off track, they, they rise against their parents, they rise against their fathers, they rise against their mothers to do what they want to do. After a while, living in the society, maybe went to prison, maybe got shot, maybe got stabbed, maybe your friends forsake you, maybe you find yourself in a fallen street and you're confused, but because of the voice of your parent that you remember that all things are possible that you will find in river. Now, people, I will not let them snatch my children away from me with the negative input. See, all praises unto the most. I, God, I God, when me say, I will not let them snatch my children and confuse them. All right, people?
that's not gonna happen over my dead body. I will not confuse them. These are princesses. They are girl, girl children. I will not treat them like boy children. I will treat them like princesses. So they will grow up to be queens. And when they grow up and meet their husband, they will able to deal with their husband accordingly, cook and clean and whatever it is, they will know what a woman supposed to do for their husbands. Most young sisters today, their mother didn't learn how to be a woman. She was so eager to be grown and no one had time to taught her or teach her anything. These here, they will be taught. They have been taught from the small and until they grow up, until they become adults and they will never forget. Would you forget your father's voice? No. No. Would you forget your father's voice? No. Okay. Because why? I keep talking all the time. And guess what? No matter what it may be, I told them, if you do something, you might be scared. It's not to be scared. It's always good to speak the truth. Let daddy know what's going on. Don't be scared. Come on. Even though you did something that you think that daddy's going to get real upset with you. If you know, I maybe I might get upset, but it's better to be truthful and upfront. That means because when you, a child starts to lie, it starts with one little white lie. An easy, simple little lie, but that lie don't stop there. That lie becomes a, another lie to another lie and another lie and another lie. By the time you check yourself, it becomes the biggest storybook where you tell lies. Okay? I does not want my, my, my um, princesses to grow up and to become a big storybook where tell lies. I want them to know to be honest with themselves and be upfront that when they grow up as grown women and they have their husbands, they could be plain, plain and straightforward. No time to beat around the bush. So practice, practice, make perfect. And we practice everything. We practice for the pull-ups, the push-ups. We practice for the exercises, the calisthenics, and we have to practice upon behavior. I send them to, um, to school and I, I teach them. Uh, when you go to school, you go to school to learn. You don't go to school to make friends. You don't go to school to fight. You don't go to school to be a nuisance. Yes. And I learned a big word, a big math equation from school is multiplication and addition. Okay, so what we are saying to your people, the children, their brains is like a sponge. And if you feed them, the right substance within that brain, they will become a powerful somebody, a powerful soul, powerful energy. So this is what I have to say as a father to any father or mother, unconditional love to the children, no matter what. When time that you have to spend them, spend them. Do not spell wrong and spoil a child. A lot of us, that's what we do. Oh, I'm not beating my child. I'm not, I'm not. That child grew up becomes a nuisance. Okay? I don't say beat your child for any little guy. They, they're here, they could tell you. I don't take a belt and beat my children all the time and whack them, whack them up. No. But them newer, them newer, hey, daddy don't tolerate this. Them newer. Them can't come around daddy with certain things. Them newer. Okay? Because it's been taught to them from since they're young. I don't want to beat them up. I want them to grow and learn not to get licks, 
but to always protect yourself that you do not get into problems with anyone or any person okay so let's move on people so my children know they are girls young princesses that will grow to be women and they will never have a problem with their gender because no society will uh, will confuse them while they're around uh, i see the superman thing i really ride in the superman thing very very hard them know superman is a man and they know them them are females and they will not stick to their gender i will not allow a society that pretending that they want good when they're dishing and working out for the demons you know what they are doing you know because you know how they're demons because they keep changing you know how they're demons because they keep attacking every time they come with a different thing look now they come every little boy and every little girl knows supergirl and superman superboy supergirl superwoman superman now you all want to confuse the thing you all want to make it look like superman okay now listen people i got to stress this thing here because if parents like myself will rise up and make a petition against these people that are trying to bring the filth the disgusting filth now i say if you love the lifestyle you should keep the lifestyle for yourself but that does not give you the right that does not give you the right to push that on other people you don't allow people to choose. You have forced things down people's throat. And you are the same ones that talks about equal rights and justice. There is no justice. I don't believe in justice, in your justice league, in your justice system. I believe in equality. That's what I believe in. Because with equality, what you don't like for your bloody self, you're not going to do it to me. You don't like Oh, waste matter is jumping on you. You're not going to put it on me. So equality, hell with justice. Because as we know, we as a people has never been justified by any law or person or society. They are here. They are very confusing. The little cartoons that the children watch, the little cartoons, they are so busy trying to work. The devil is a liar. He's a deceiver and a liar. Our children depend on us and need us more than ever at this point in time. And it takes a village to raise a child. It takes two strong adults, two parents to raise a child correctly. Whether the parents are together or not, whether one's deceased, so on and so forth, it still takes strong parents, whether they're together or individually, to raise our children. And it's undeniable at this point that we need more masculine men who are willing to stand up as men, who are willing to speak out no matter what kind of pushback, what kind, no matter what kind of backlash, no matter what kind of consequences or repercussions come because they see the bigger picture. They're not only thinking about themselves and their family, they're thinking about the future generations, they're thinking about our youth. You see, that's the problem is that we don't have 
very many men at all standing up now you see today with where the world is now people are so-called getting a voice right well ironically a lot of these people only did so because they were uh, directly affected whether their job mandated the mark of the beast or their job said you have it until such and such time or you can work here but you need to get tested every day who knows but now you're seeing people so-called speak out but where were these men before where were these men and i'm only speaking to men because i'm a man myself and i understand our role i'm not about this whole feminism movement i'm not about this whole fake equality movement because equality to them is perversion equality that to them is everything inverted where the woman is competing with the man and the man is competing with the woman and the woman wants to do the same things that the man does even though it's not natural and the man wants to do the same things that the woman does even though it's not natural and equality to them is accepting every perversion under the sun or oh, you got to accept the lgbtq through z you got to you got to you got to accept transgenders you got to accept you know wear a skirt to school day for boys you got to accept all of these wicked things these abominations in order to fit into this system i remember there's a time where men would openly speak out openly slam their fist and say enough is enough because that's our natural role we're natural disciplinarians that that's what we do that's not a role for a woman a woman is not naturally to be a disciplinary at all she's a nurturer a teacher a guide a man is a leader a man is a provider a protector the man is who the children eventually transition over to to get wisdom knowledge and understanding to direct guide and lead them to give them the life lessons and i guarantee those little girls in that video will never forget the lessons that their father taught them and it continues to teach them You know, and that's that's what we need more of. You know, a lot of people can say, well, you know, the brother he had his his children in school. I I don't agree with that decision, but clearly, he has more sense and discernment than the the average parent to know what's going on. Most parents just accept everything with open arms and just run with it. And I wouldn't be surprised if that brother takes his kids out of school sooner than later, especially with everything that's going on. We need leaders. We need people to speak up and go to bat for our kids. You know, that's that's really what fuels me because we're at a point where these adults are lost, man. These people, they don't, they're just gone. They're shells of themselves. They've already been altered by the vaccine. They've already been altered by the the propaganda and the constant fear-mongering and the trauma that they've gone through. They've already been altered by the brainwashing and the coercion. So many people have just given up. But when we do that, what do you expect is going to happen to our youth? We just they just get we just give up. What do you think they're going to do? It's time for us to wake up, people, and say enough is enough. It's time for us to take a stand for our children. I mean, who else is going to do it? Who else is going to take care of our children? It's sick, man. This is a sick world we live in. And I just really urge people to wake up to the realities of what's going on because I mean we're at a point now where if we continue going down this route many people 
are going to realize before it's too late. We're going to realize once it's too late, I mean. And it's going to be their child who's harmed by this system. And there's no going back after that. You can't just remake that child, that same child that's over. And parents will have to live with that guilt and that shame for the rest of their lives. And that's not a guilt or a shame that many people can bear. No. We're in for some very dark times ahead. Especially now that we understand what's going on with the kids, man. No. I, for one, am going to speak up. I, for one, want nothing to do with this system. At all. There's nothing that they can offer me or bribe me with or provide for me to me to make me want to stick around and wait to see what happens. There's no way. continue to do a deep dive into the continued push of the mark of the beast onto our youth, onto our children. According to the bizpackreview.com article entitled Elmo, Big Bird, and Friends bashed for peddling pro-COVID vaccine propaganda to impressionable kids published on November 7, 2021. Sesame Street has been accused of using its beloved characters to peddle pro-COVID vaccine propaganda to impressionable children. All weekend long, the show's characters have been proselytizing to children about the benefits of the coronavirus vaccine. Missing from their proselytizing has been any mention of the most serious side effects of the vaccine, myocarditis and pericarditis. The proselytizing began with a COVID Sesame Street town hall for families that aired Saturday morning from 8.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. Multiple Muppets, including Elmo, Big Bird, Granny Bird, Supergirl, etc., appeared with CNN's Erica R. Hill and Dr. Sanjay Gupta, in addition to Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, to answer questions about the coronavirus vaccine. And think about how obvious this whole plot has been first they started with the seniors right nursing homes hospitals told you that you know it doesn't really affect the kids the kids are really not susceptible to it kids don't really need to wear a mask this that and the third you know you know all this stuff and then they gave the elders propaganda that was geared towards them they gave them what a tom hanks a willie nelson a dolly parton you know, all of these elders so-called got the vaccine and were promoting it, saying the numbers are rising, all of this, that, and the third, and they aimed it at the elders, right? Then after that, they aimed for the adults, to all the way down to the young adults. It gave us propaganda of people around our age, right? What, the Lupe fiascos, the Idris Elbas, what, the D.L. Hughley's? of the world you know all of these so-called you know celebrities what the lebron james is all aimed at 
the adults to the young adults. And now they're aiming it down at the children. And I don't understand how people can't see this trend. Same thing that they did with the cases rising. First it was the old people, only affecting the old people, old people. Oh, no, now, now it's the adults. Now it's affecting the adults, the adults, the adults. Oh, now, now it's affecting the children, the children. Now ri- the cases are rising. They keep playing you. They're not switching up anything. It's literally the same thing over and over. I don't understand how people are so blind, man. The article continues, yet a transcript of the town hall shows that although side effects were briefly spoken about, neither myocarditis nor pericarditis were mentioned once. Of course it wasn't. Are you kidding me? You think they're going to be able to have coming out of a Muppet's mouth? Well, kids, you know, you could be a superhero by taking this, but you might get myocarditis or pericarditis. A kid's going to go ask their parents what that is. An unsuspecting parent might actually look into that and be like, okay, wait a minute. I'm not giving that to my kid. Of course, they're not going to mention any of that. The article continues with, Neither myocarditis nor pericarditis were mentioned once, despite the known risks that these particular potentially deadly conditions pose to young COVID vaccine takers. And look at how they play you. Look at this. Let me see one second. According to a data sheet from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration published in late October, while the Pfizer-BioNTech vaccine in particular is expected to prevent COVID-19 ICU stays for 67 out of a million male children between the ages of 5 and 11, it's expected to produce 57 stays because of myocarditis and or pericarditis. So that's why they, anytime the lid gets blown off of issues with people, the mainstream media gets in the middle and they always have to do damage control and they always have to tell you, well, it's a rare side effect. Super, super rare. Oh, it happens. Yeah, we know it happens, but super, super rare. Okay, so they're giving you an example of some tweets from the Sesame Street characters. I'm just going to read a few. So this is from Big Bird. I can't believe parents fall for this crap, man. Wow. I got the COVID-19 vaccine today. My wing is feeling a little sore, but it'll give my body an extra protective boost that keeps me and others healthy. Mrs. Erica R. Hill even said, I've been getting vaccines since I was a little bird. I had no idea. You see that right there? And that's always usually everybody's argument when they double down. Well, you've been getting the vaccine since you were kids. Nothing happened to you. How do you know nothing happened to you, though, from the vaccines? How do you know? All the people who've been sickly, who have allergies, who have cancers that develop later in life. How do you know that that's not a long-term effect? You don't know that. Half of you don't even know what they put into the vaccines. And then the one they're talking about now is not even a vaccine. It's mRNA. What is wrong with people, man? My gosh, man. So this is a tweet from Oscar the Grouch. Well, this stinks. Apparently, the COVID-19 vaccines won't make you feel grouchy at all. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This is what Elmo said. Elmo was so happy to talk to Dr. Sanjay Gupta at the town hall today. Elmo learned that Elmo's friends can get the COVID-19 vaccine now, and soon Elmo can too. And this is from Grover. Super Grover may have many special powers, but he also knows when to ask a friend for help. Wow. 
And you know what's just really pathetic about this? It's there's how many five year olds do you know with a Twitter account? You know, how do I mean a lot of kids grow out of Sesame Street real early, man. Like I'd be surprised if a kid is still watching Sesame Street at like nine or ten. I highly doubt it. So obviously that those tweets, that propaganda is geared towards the parents. It, it, it's supposed to make you feel all warm and fuzzy inside because many of these parents walk, grew up watching Sesame Street themselves. So you're going to think, oh, why would the government ever try to, you know, use anything bad and use, you know, something good to portray that? You better wake up, man. That's a straight mockery nonetheless, too. And if you believe that, I mean, honestly, you deserve everything coming to you. According to the news.yahoo.com article entitled New York Offering Chance at Free College to Kids Who Are Vaccinated Against COVID-19, written by Dennis Slattery and published on November 9, 2021. Remember all the incentives, people? And nobody thought that was a red flag? Your government has it wants to pay you and incentivize you to save you. Has that ever made any sense? Wow. Governor Kathy Hochul wants school kids to give it the old college try when it comes to getting a COVID-19 vaccine. New York is raffling off 50 full free rides to either a sunny, sunny or cunny college as part of the state's latest enticement to get immunized, Hochul announced on Tuesday. The incentive program dubbed Vaccinate, Educate, Graduate, wow, man allows parents and guardians of children ages 5 through 11 who received their first vaccine dose by December 19 to enter for a chance to win a full scholarship to any two or four year sunny or cunning college or university. Tuition, fee, tuition, fees, room and board, the whole nine yards, Holchel said during an event at the Mount Vernon Neighborhood Health Center in Westchester County. And of course they can say that now knowing that the new world order is going to be in place well before your child even reaches the ages of 18 if they're lucky to even be alive by then are you kidding me people you have be honestly lost your mind former governor cuomo offered up a similar enticement for high schoolers back in may when teens became eligible Holcho said more than 350 school districts in the state have already made plans to host immunization events for kids aged 5 to 11 since Pfizer vaccine gained federal approval for the age group last week. New York already has more than 700,000 doses ready to be administered to children, with more than 300,000 destined for the city. So there you have it, people. The incentives are back. The same script that they gave to the adults. And, you know, they're aiming that at, sh- at the parents. The parents are like, oh, my God, my kid can get a f- possible free ride. Think about that. You were willing to play Russian roulette with your child's life at a possibility of a so-called free ride. That's how dumb the people are. That's dumb. Your child may you may not even win. So what did you end up getting out of that? So that you got a vaccinated child. Don't even possibly know the side effects from what's going to happen to your child. This is this is some dumb stuff, man. People are honestly lost their minds. I don't understand how people can pretend like this is normal. So what normal do you want to go back to? What's what what do you mean normal? If people have this type of mindset. It's a sick world we live in, man. And we'll continue to see the propaganda only unfold and get worse and worse and worse and get stronger and stronger and stronger. According to the ABC7NewYork.com article entitled, 
Biden administration urges schools to provide COVID vaccines for kids, written by Zeke Miller and published on November 8, 2021. The Biden administration is encouraging local school districts to host clinics to provide COVID-19 vaccinations to kids and information to parents on the benefits of the shot as the White House looks to speedily provide vaccines to those ages 5 to 11. First Lady Jill Biden and Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murphy are set to visit the Franklin Sherman Elementary School in McLean, Virginia on Monday to launch a nationwide campaign to promote child vaccinations. The school was the first to administer the polio vaccine in 1954. The visit comes just days after federal regulators recommended the COVID-19 vaccine for that age group. The White House says Biden will visit pediatric clinics, vaccination clinics across the country over the coming weeks to encourage the shots. At the same time, Health and Human Services Secretary Xavier Burr Becessera and Education Secretary Miguel Cardona are sending a letter to school districts across the country calling on them to organize vaccine clinics for their newly eligible students. The officials are reminding school districts that they can tap into billions of dollars in federal coronavirus relief money to support pediatric vaccination efforts. And there you have it right there. So the school is going to be incentivized from the government to receive funding. And where is that money being coming from? In, in, in a In a a so-called country that what has two, $22 trillion in debt, somehow they can just print a bunch of new money. That's money that you're being taxed on for your demise. They're going to pay the schools, give the schools an incentive to vaccinate your child. So guaranteed they're going to need a, a, a certain threshold or headcount. These schools are going to go tell the teachers, hey, and in, in the administration, all the people working at the school, hey, we need to do whatever we can. So I'm already reading on social media about how parents are complaining about how the school and certain teachers are basically making kids feel outcasted for not having the vaccine, asking for roll calls. Hey, raise your hand. Who's had the vaccine? And then those who don't raise their hand are identified. You're even having other kids texting their other friends about getting the vaccine. Hey, when are you going to get yours? So what do you think is really going to happen, especially if the schools are incentivized? They're going to have that shot right and ready. And once your so-called savior Biden, remember, your savior, who's going to save and bring everybody back together, right? But instead is, is dividing the world. Once he gets so-called impatient again, guarantee they're going to start force vaccinating the kids. It's already going to happen. They've already been telling you, oh, we accidentally accidentally vaccinated a kid with the COVID-19 jab instead of the instead of the flu vaccine. Oops, your your son signed a waiver while you were at work and he got vaccinated. Sorry. You really think they're gonna play nice? See, this is the problem with compliance, and this is the problem with idolatry, people. We need to wake up and understand that these people serve no best interest for us. And it's really become a cult. It honestly has. The virtue signaling parents, the the maniacs that I see every single day. I mean, the other day I was getting gas and I'm, I'm pumping at the pump and I turn around and out comes this father with his two daughters and, both, and all of them are masked up. And I just look away and just shake my head. These girls are like maybe the, the oldest daughters, maybe like six. 
and the youngest is like three. And then they pile into the trunk. Dad pulls away and they have their mask off. I mean, this is a sick world we live in, man. Guarantee that same dad is excited that he can go and vaccinate his children. Because chances are, if you see a parent with a child who's masked up, that kid already is vaccinated or is on their way to get one or in the future is going to have one. That's how lost these parents are. And that's how much we failed our youth. That's why I say it's, it's embarrassing. It's shameful. It's deplorable. It's degrading. It's demeaning. And you will be recompensed for it too. All of these parents. I mean, enough is enough for me, man. This is too messed up. And we're going to transition over to an audio segment from the Computing Forever video entitled The Devotion to the COVID Cult, published on November 9th, 2021. A friend of mine was telling me an interesting story recently. He's in a WhatsApp group with other parents with children in the same class as his child. And he said that he saw a conversation with several of the mothers in the group, and it provided a startling insight into the mindset of many Irish mothers right now. One of them posted how their son woke up with a headache. So she gave him an antigen test, and sure enough, he tested positive for COVID. It was just a headache. The child was fine. No symptoms of a flu. But of course, the nonsense test that no one questions, just like the completely unfit-for-purpose PCR test, said that he had COVID. So obviously, this particular mother believed it without question. She then proceeded to take to WhatsApp to tell all of the other parents that she was taking her son out of school because he had COVID. As you might imagine, all of the other mothers proceeded to send the usual overly emotive, supportive social media comments along the lines of, OMG, the poor thing, hope he gets well soon, cry emoji, and so sorry to hear that, sad face emoji, that's awful. Please, God, he makes a full recovery. Heartbreak, pray emoji. It's very sycophantic. And then there were those parents concerned with contact tracing and getting their child tested also because obviously they're in the same class. But the overall takeaway here is that this kind of behavior is obviously hysterical, but it's simply not how people would behave if they honestly believed that they were dealing with a genuinely, seriously dangerous virus. For starters, the child who isn't sick because they have no symptoms is being kept home for no reason. At no point do these parents question the legitimacy of the test. They don't trust their own intuition or even the subjective feelings of the child, which was always how we typically determined if someone was actually sick or not. The feeling of being, you know, sick, unwell. It just goes to show how powerful the propaganda conditioning has been. But the myth of asymptomatic people being sick and being able to spread a deadly virus has just been accepted as truth. Secondly, the overall sense that came from the WhatsApp messages was less that this mother had shared this information because she was really concerned her child had a life-threatening contagious illness and more to do with virtue signaling and receiving social media sympathy and positive ego reinforcement, the hallmarks of the narcissistic times we're living in. Thirdly, the fact that the child needed to be tested in order to apparently reveal that he has this super deadly virus should tell you everything you need to know. And it was probably the reason they didn't seem all that worried about their child's well-being. The fact that the child had something as relatively benign as a headache and that this was used as an excuse to justify testing them for COVID 
suggests that the parent was looking for any excuse to test them for COVID. This mother didn't seem to be seriously concerned that their child or anyone else was in any immediate danger. Do people even bother to look into the fact that no children have died of COVID and that they're not a vector for infection? In fact, this parent seemed to be hysterically swept up in the need to tell everyone about how their child had COVID and how they were taking it very seriously, as if the social approval they would receive was the primary desire. And the other mothers expressing their vapid emoji-laden concerns, sympathies and messages of nauseating emotional support were all part of a kind of socially accepted and expected groupthink performance. They all seemed to get some kind of perverse enjoyment at being afraid and living in a state of fear and then expressing that online to other people. It's as if they go online to seek out new sources of fear to justify their perpetual victim state. And if they tell people that they have COVID or someone they love has COVID, they can receive dopamine hits from the positive engagement they receive. If you actually thought your child had a deadly disease, you would probably tell as few people as possible and take them straight to the hospital. After all, personal health and the health of loved ones is a private matter, at least it used to be. But unlike something serious like HIV or AIDS, COVID seems to be a condition that people want the world to know that they or someone they know has had or has. It's a kind of fashionable disease. A kind of status is associated with it. If you or someone you know has had it, it's seen as virtuous. The problem is in these situations, a child is being used to signal the parent's virtue, compliance and devotion to the COVID cult. Given the tone of conversation in this particular WhatsApp group, it's highly likely that these parents will have their children jabbed when the jabs become available for their age group. And that is where the indirect Munchausen's by proxy component of this derangement creeps in. Unbeknownst to the parents, they will actually be increasing their children's likelihood of illness and even death after taking the jabs, almost like they're being sacrificed on the altar of the COVID cult. Anyone hoping that Joe Normie is going to suddenly draw the line at jabbing their children will be in for some disappointment. After all, children have been the primary targets of Big Pharma for a long time. Our society has normalized the idea of injecting babies not long after they're born. Why? What's wrong with the child? Why does humanity need pharmaceutical intervention at such a young age? So COVID vaccines will be seen as no different to measles vaccines or any other vaccines that kids receive. When I started my coverage of the COVID scam back in March of 2020, I was one of these people who used to qualify my criticism of the COVID vaccine push with, I'm not anti-vax, but I can honestly say now, after listening to the scientists and doctors who aren't bought and paid for, and conducting my own research and learning a great deal about big pharma, the contents of vaccines, but also learning more about the human immune system, I can honestly say I am very much anti-vax now. So yeah, if anyone wants to slam me for being anti-vax, go right ahead, I don't care. I would never inject my child with a vaccine of any kind. From autism to various types of common allergies, even the non-mRNA vaccines are simply a bad idea. We're told that good health only comes in a syringe now, this is ridiculous. Eating healthy organic food, getting all your vitamins and minerals, fresh air, exercise, sunlight, and plenty of sleep. These are nature's means of keeping us healthy. I think we've been lied to for a long time when it comes to the modern medicine system. For heaven's sake, we literally give people a poison called chemotherapy to treat cancer rather than telling people to cut out substances that can cause cancer like processed sugar.
When I look at big pharma, I see an industry that profits from having an unhealthy public and one that wouldn't benefit from producing cures. On the subject of allergies, whenever you ask your doctor why you have a particular allergy, they usually give you some bullshit answer like, it's genetic or it's a hereditary thing or something, as if that's supposed to be a satisfying final answer. It's not a sufficient response because the immediate obvious follow-up question is, why is it hereditary? For example, lots of people have peanut allergies these days. In fact, the level of peanut allergies has increased dramatically, but we're never really given a satisfying reason for this. We're just supposed to accept our various allergies to peanuts or dairy, for example, and we're told, well, just don't eat dairy and avoid peanuts. But people didn't always have these problems. So why do they have them today? And in such great numbers. Perhaps certain allergies are not caused by some vague bullshit about something we inherited from our parents, but are in fact caused by the vaccines we receive as children. In 2013, Natural News had this article, Peanut Oil in Vaccines Behind Widespread Peanut Allergy Epidemic. More than one million children living in America today suffer from peanut allergy, and a significant percentage of these have such severe symptoms that they must carry around self-injectable epinephrine just in case they accidentally become exposed to the wrong food. According to available records, however, virtually nobody had peanut allergy prior to 1900, despite the fact that people have been eating peanuts for ages, which begs the question, why do so many people have peanut allergy today? And from where did this potentially deadly allergic condition emerge? In his book, The Doctor Within, Dr. Tim O'Shea argues that vaccines may be largely responsible for both the advent and increased prevalence of peanut allergy, noting that many vaccines and even antibiotic drugs contain or were made using excipitants potentially derived from peanut oil. Since it is a relatively inexpensive oil to produce, refined peanut oil apparently became widely adopted as an excipitant of choice in the production of vaccines during the 1960s, according to some reports, and peanut-derived excipitants are still believed to be in use today for this purpose. But peanut oil's specific role in triggering the peanut allergy epidemic we see today is not fully understood, even though its introduction at the turn of the 20th century appears to have caused a sudden and very apparent wave of anaphylaxis, which had never before been seen. Anaphylaxis, of course, is the general term used to denote allergic reactions to food and other triggers and can include severe and sometimes violent reactive symptoms, including, but not limited to, convulsions, seizures, and even death. The more peanut oil was used in vaccine and drug production, it turns out, the more the population began to suffer from serious food allergy symptoms. Utilizing peanut oil as an excipitant was great for the drug and vaccine industries, of course, as it works as an effective preservative and adjuvant for vaccines. But for those who ingest or are injected with it, peanut oil-based excipitants and adjuvants can be the precipitator of a very serious and permanent peanut allergy. Although peanut allergies became fairly common during the 1980s, it wasn't until the early 1900s when there was a sudden surge of children reacting to peanuts. The true epidemic appeared, explains Dr. O'Shea in his book, highlighting the fact that the ever-expanding childhood vaccination schedule may be directly correlated with a corresponding rise in peanut allergies. As vaccines doubled between the 1980s and the 1990s, thousands of kids were not exhibiting peanut sensitivities with many violent reactions that were sometimes fatal. This makes an awful lot of sense to me. And of course, no one is allowed to point the finger at the elephant in the room, the thing that they were injected with when they were young, the vaccines. Because how dare you question them? Vaccines can do no wrong and never cause any problems, right? 
throw in the fact that babies are often denied the immune system boosting benefits of their mother's breast milk by being given baby formula instead. And you've got a recipe for a weakened and health compromised population. The biggest weakness that our side has had for some time now is this grenade that the other side throws at us, the anti-vax label. And trust me, in time, even those of you who may disagree with me on this point, who still to this day say things like, I'm not anti-vax, but I'm just against the COVID vaccine because it's experimental, insufficiently tested. It's not really a vaccine. It doesn't stop transmission. It's mRNA technology. And all of that's true. But so long as you keep trying to clean up the mess your opponents create for you, the more you're on the back foot. Take their power away and just own the bloody label. It's simple. The more research you do into vaccines, all of them, the more you go down this rabbit hole, the more you will inevitably reach the clarity of the conclusion that there are still many lies we continue to accept as truth. Even those of us who regularly challenge the establishment and would be considered political dissidents and dissenting voices, many of us are still learning more and more about just how far the lies of the establishment go. We're learning that so many things we've taken for granted for decades have in fact been yet another scam, another psyop, another deception. Our side has got to stop pandering or hedging in order to try to desperately curry favor or win some kind of credibility with the mainstream normies. Who cares? Do you honestly think a vaccine for the flu makes any sense whatsoever, considering there are new flus mutating every year? And I haven't even gotten into the fact that people just blindly ignore the ingredients of the vaccines, the metals that are inside of them. They don't even want to know what's in them. You're injecting this crap into yourself or your kids and you don't want to know what's in them. We're told if we don't inject our children with all kinds of vaccines after they're born, that suddenly measles, mumps, rubella, they'll all just be rife everywhere. Or there will be polio outbreaks all over the place if they don't get the polio vaccine. Well, so long as everyone is bullied and pressured into injecting their newborn kids with these drugs, we will never know, will we? Honestly, vaccines have become more like the tiger horn. Blow the tiger horn and it keeps tigers away. Do you see any tigers? No? Well, that just means the tiger horn must be working. You know, I fully expect that the COVID shit show is going to collapse in due course when the adverse reactions, injuries, and deaths begin to mount up from the jabs to such a degree that the media and politicians can no longer keep a lid on the truth. I suspect the booster push will only last for so long, given the growing fatigue amongst the general public, and the COVID passports will fail to be fully implemented globally because the system is too antithetical to human nature and man's desire to live an authentic and free life. I think 2022 will be the make or break year for this agenda, and that also includes the climate agenda by extension. As further lockdowns will simply not be accepted by most nations, and most of the unjabbed will suddenly be shocked to find that when their COVID passports expire, they will once again be categorized as unvaccinated, and they're expected then to just take another booster and another one again and again. Now, I think more and more people will be won over to our side. However, here in Ireland, where the compliance is truly extraordinarily high, the people are so utterly infatuated with their government and the medical health authorities and media and listening and obeying their every word without question. But that blind obedience will come at a great cost. The Irish people will be the last to awaken up to the truth. And as a result, they will probably be the most disturbed by it. At the end of the day, 
this whole entire thing has been exposed. This whole entire Nephilim, soulist, beast, elite bloodline system has been all but exposed. If you've been paying attention to the narrow path of the righteous, if you've been a supporter, you know what we know. And that's not just me, but other brothers and sisters in the truth who've been tirelessly warning the masses of what's to come what the system's about and what's to come. It should be of no surprise to anyone who's been paying attention that they've aimed everything at our youth because that's our future. Now that they have the majority of our elders, now that they have the majority of the adults, they're going to take away our future. Because once you take that vaccine, there's no future for you. you you've signed up for a subscription to a lifetime of boosters and a COVID pill named Merck. You think that they're not going to mandate that on you, that you have to take a daily pill, take a, a monthly booster shot just to have access to society? That's what you signed up for. So don't go crying and whining once your child has an adverse reaction or dies because you were too arrogant, too egotistical, too prideful, too stubborn to look into anything, too lazy that you, you were too busy gossiping or slandering about that one parent who told you the truth, told you to hold off on it, told you not to take it for yourself, told you not to take it for your child, not to administer it to your child. At the end of the day, we're in some very dark times and I do not look forward to it. Don't get me wrong, I don't, I'm not the type of person who's going to celebrate other people's downfall or demise because it's gonna be sad witnessing parents break down after seeing what happens to their children. It's gonna be sad witnessing parents having to bury their children. To, to have that, such heavy guilt knowing that they are the ones, they are the reasons that their children are in these positions, that they put their children in a dangerous environment in the school system and the school administered it to them or the child went and got it because their peers were peer pressuring them and the child went and signed a waiver on behalf of themselves. So many parents are gonna feel extreme guilt. And in a sense, this needs to happen so that the rest of the world wakes up. So that we understand that all governments are wicked and evil and tyrannical. They were never created by the Most High, they are created by man. That these indoctrination systems of education, financial, healthcare, government, religion need to be done away with. We don't need anybody breathing down our neck telling us how to live, where to live, you know, why to live this way. Telling us what to put into our body, telling us when to put it into our body, taking things away from us. You don't need that. And then yet you call yourself free. When will people wake up? I mean, your, your so-called experts and leaders have continued to lie to you about the virus. First, they tell you the virus that didn't affect the children, right? They lied about the children not needing any mask. They lied about the children not being carriers of this hoax virus that's not even real. All to turn around and lie to you and you still comply and you still listen to them? How can you sit here and listen to a liar? If somebody deceives me and I find out, I'm going to look at them sideways. I'm not taking nothing from them ever again. Because to deceive somebody means you don't have their best interest at hand. Think about that. To knowingly deceive somebody, think how evil that is.
that says a lot about the deceiver but it says a lot about the deceived too if you can, can be deceived one time that's something but two three four five six times and you continue to go to these people and you put your child at harm's way what's, what do you think is going to happen i mean think about how they fooled you by closing down schools in 2020 you know when the cases weren't even that high remember when they closed everything down and there was like 10,000 reported cases only for them to reopen them in 2021 in the midst of the highest part of the pandemic the midst of the delta the dangerous delta they opened up the schools again and you you fell for that and think about the normalization of adverse vaccine reactions bell's palsy blood clots cardiac arrest gillian barre syndrome heart attacks heart inflammation myocarditis shingles strokes so on and so forth i know i'm missing a ton but think about that i mean if you need an example go look at so-called israel aren't they on their fourth shot and all of the people who are in the hospitals are all vaccinated primarily vaccinated because we know if they say anything say anything about people being unvaccinated in the hospital that it's a lie we already know that there's no virus there's never been a virus And I'm just going to end it here with a quick article that I got from the welovetrump.com. And trust, I don't visit this website. I just found the article. It's entitled, Is the Media Programming Us to Normalize Strokes and Heart Attacks in Children and Young Adults? Written by Daniel G. And published on October, I believe it was... 27 it just says two weeks ago so two weeks from today okay the article starts with i've noticed several disturbing instances of predictive programming in the past few days few days check out these images circulating around social media from public ads and mainstream media articles and i did see some of these these photos too but here's a, a tweet from an individual as canada rolls out the jab for kids five and up the programming begins warning people that kids have strokes too government and the jabbers know exactly what will happen to these kids so what does that make them and they're mass murderers so there's a, a photo of a bus and it says on the side of the bus you know the decals where they have like advertisements this was spotted in whitby on durham transit it says kids have strokes too know the warning signs and gives a link to a website <laughs> okay here's another photo from the new york post the little-known heart attack that's striking fit and healthy woman as young as 22. Oh, okay. Photo of a girl on the couch, perfectly healthy, but is having heart issues. Another one from the Truth Post. Interesting how this wasn't a problem before the COVID vaccine came out. Doctors, reminder, nobody, now nobody is too young for a heart attack. And this is what they have from the post. This is from the, this is from the title of the post. Doctors, reminder, now nobody is too young for a heart attack. Oh, wow so nobody's too young for a heart attack i don't ever remember in my whole entire life them ever talking about heart attacks for young adults or ch in let alone children now all of a sudden the norm is is that you're never too young to have a heart attack wow so this predictive programming is only going to get stronger and stronger on the masses straight up they're not going to stop because they've already started. This is the new world order. This is the great reset. This is the end times. There's not, there's no way you'll get me to take that shot. 
I don't care if I have to go homeless. I don't care if they line me up in front of a, a firing squad. There's nothing you're going to do to get me to take that mark of the beast because I know exactly what it is. And that's the problem with our societies. People just don't want to know anything. They're too lazy. They're too preoccupied with the rat race to actually look at the things that matter. And then you say you care about your child, but you're not willing to do the extra work to protect them. You will be recompensed, honestly. And that's your warning. Because once the kids start dropping, man, a lot of us are not going to have any mercy on you. Real talk. I'm not saying people are going to murder you or anything like that. I'm saying people are just not going to feel bad for you. You've had two years to look into this thing. It's one thing to do it to yourself, but to do it to your child, man, no. No. Many of us will have no patience for you. But for those who are fighting, those who are researching, those who are questioning, continue. Don't ever give up. A at-will job, a career, none of that is worth your life. Even if you have to go homeless, do what you have to do. Do not trade your soul in for Babylon at all. Do not trade your soul in for this wicked place, people. It's not worth it. And you got to understand that it's coming to an end sooner than you think. So trading in your soul for something that's going to end makes no sense. And just keep fighting the good fight. And I wish you all the best. Peace and blessings to all of the righteous men and women of the Most High. Peace and blessings to all of those who have been in their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. And to those who are beginning on their own narrow path of the righteous with the Most High. May the Most High continue to bless you, protect you, guide you, and provide you with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. May your life be fulfilled and may you have peace of mind all of your days along with your family lineage. All praises to the Most High and the Most High only. Peace.